Planet Parsons show 221 on the 21st of May 2014. Prepare your body and mind for a bumpy ride as we break new boundaries and go where no man or woman has been allowed before. We go beyond the final frontier into the light and dark corners of Planet Parsons. Hello, I hope your world is full of sunshine. I'm excited because we've been promised lots of rain and uh, for the moment... The weather man stroke woman is wrong. <laughs> I've done uh, two or three trips around the M25 this week. I try and avoid it, maybe do it every five years, um, but sometimes it can't be avoided. What are the rules? Does anyone know the rules of driving on the M25? I'm still working on the highway code. And people are overtaking on the left, on the right. Worse than that, they leave no braking distance... And they don't signal. It's really scary. You don't, don't uh, take your mind off the driving for a second. Uh, so, consequently, when I finished driving on the M25, even if I'm going to visit someone, I have to have a little snooze when I get there. <laughs> uh, probably a senior moment. Um, anyway, I hope that your world is happy. Uh, always keen to hear from you, Lynn at lynnparsons.net and you can tweet at lynnparsonsuk. Um, I wanted to share with you that uh, yesterday I went on a secret squirrel mission. I can't give you too much information about the mission, but I was very excited um, by the sort of involvement and what was there when I got there and I thought I'd share that with you. And And it might be that you're completely across this um, but in terms of technology, I'm not always on the case, as you probably realise if you've listened to Planet Parsons. Um, I went to somewhere called The Lab, and I guess lots of technology companies have their own version of The Lab where they develop new ideas and try and get new ideas before everyone else. And I spoke to a really lovely chap who was wearing um, something called a Google Glass and perhaps you have seen these. But it looks a bit like uh, something from Star Trek, someone from Star Trek would wear. And it's the, the frame of a, a glass, so n there are no glasses on it, just the, the frame that you wear over your ears. And the thing that activates it is the bone behind the ear. And on the right-hand side, just above your eye, which then allows you to look perfectly normally, uh, straight ahead but then if you focus inwards you see this tiny little screen that you can talk to um, so it will give you all sorts of information you can ask it to take a photograph and send to someone it'll give you emails uh, it is quite astonishing I understand it. it's a really big picture of the future and I'm told in five years time you won't be able to walk down the street a bit like uh, when the Walkman first came out uh, without everybody wearing a pair of these um, well, I'm calling them glasses um, because that's the easiest way to describe them now I did get someone when I was wearing them to take a photograph of me in them but I don't know how secret squirrel this is so I don't want to get into trouble by tweeting it. So what I might do between you and I is just tweet it and put photo that goes hand in hand with Planet Parsons 221 and then you'll know what I'm talking about. But I ask so many questions because um, you know how it is uh, if you have to look uh, 
particularly when you're driving through a windscreen, you're using your long distance, whether you're using ordinary glasses or whether you're just using your eyes, your eyes are focused on the distance. Whereas if you are looking just through one eye at a little screen, one eye needs to focus on the, the nearsighted uh, section, so the close-up. And when I put them on, my right eye had the screen, my left eye automatically focused uh, with the right eye. So that wouldn't be good if you were driving. Now, what this guy's doing is um, apparently about 200 pairs of these went on sale in America and you had to be a citizen of the United States of America to buy a pair. But there were only 200 pairs because they're prototypes. So his company bought a couple of pairs a pair came over to the UK and his job purely and for the last eight weeks has been to wear these day in, day out and they're trying to develop how this would work in terms of driving and uh, getting your eyes to focus. Uh, the main problem at the moment is it is fantastic, it's brilliant technology but it does give you a headache and I, I can completely understand that. Um, and this guy is super. He, he's got his job simply because he was the child at three or four that wanted the Lego, the Meccano, the things that you pull to bits and then put back together again. And that's just his life. So he at the moment is trying to unravel this and discover something new for his company. Uh, he also told me a couple of things that he'd invented. And he's very young and I felt ashamed that, well that I'd never done anything like that. It was very, very exciting to be in the company of a genius, shall we say. As I, as I also say, I may be brave enough to tweet that photograph. I may not. But I'll see you in five years' time when we've got one of those uh, Google Glasses or whatever the company name might be that's connected with them. And um, uh, we certainly won't be paying attention to one another in the street. It, it will just be a whole new game. Um, leaving that there uh, last night I watched a film that a friend sent me um, purely because we were talking about Italy in the week and I've never heard of this film before uh, Letters to Juliet and perhaps you have I, I really I recommend it now not all the acting is superb but we're not going to kind of individually pick these people out uh, it is set in Firstly, Verona and then Siena, and the views are stunning. It stars Amanda Seyfried, who, uh, of course, was the little girl from Mamma Mia, and she's done many other things since. It also stars Vanessa Redgrave. Now, as this unfolded, this story, um, the outstanding thing is Vanessa Redgrave. I mean, she just is quite beautiful and such a classy actor. She she attacks everybody, really, um, and not intentionally so. She's very generous to everyone else. Um, and I don't want to spoil the story for you, but Vanessa Redgrave acting her real age, so somewhere in her 60s, and I think she's slightly older than that, but was in her 60s when this film was made, um, finds the man of her dreams, who is a similar age, played by Franco Nero. Now, that's a completely new name on me, uh, and it never occurred to me. Suddenly, my husband said, oh, well, you know, that is her husband in real life. You learn something every day. They've even got a son. And so that had me going back on uh, the iPad to, to discover a bit more about Vanessa Redgrave and a little bit more uh, about her life. 
but I really, really recommend it. Letters to Juliet. Um, don't judge the others on their acting, because I didn't. <laughs> um, but it's a really sweet story, and I understand it comes from a book, and the premise is, is really gorgeous. I'm not going to go into it, though, because it, it, it's nothing worse than someone saying to you, that's a good film, and then telling you all about it. Um, what's happening today? In my world, I have a friend of old coming to stay the night on the sofa. That'll please the cats. Whether that'll please my friend, I don't know. And then tomorrow, we're going on a bit of a road trip to Hereford, uh, where my old friend Wincy Willis lives. And she's doing a show, an audience with Wincy Willis, at the Courtyard Theatre there. Um, so looking forward to that. I've been looking forward to it for about six months. Uh, we will get there. I'll set out early because Tallulah, my little yellow beetle, um, yes, yeah, she can do more than 30 miles an hour, but I do drive like Miss Marple. So I'm sure there'll be stories from the road trip, which at the moment, now I haven't worked out the plan, but I'm going to try and avoid the M25. And I think that probably is possible if I'm going to Hereford. Uh, famous last words. Whatever you're doing, I'd love to hear from you. You can text. No, you can't text because that's impossible. You can tweet at Lynn Parsons UK and you can email lynn at lynnparsons.net International Rescue calling International Rescue Jeff, this is Penny Hi there, Penny, Jeff here I strongly advise you to listen to Lynn Parsons She's a cool, happening chick and there are no strings attached <laughs> 